Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So if he doesn't knock that down, McCutson's going to have a play. So they're doing what they can, really, on the last few plays to, to try to get him that play. Yeah, I mean, this has been either by, I know it's by penalty, but this sure. has been their best drive here. And we'll catch up with Caroline Derby, the fourth member of our crew here, in a second, third down and eight. Argo rolls right side, looking for a man deep. It's going to be tipped up and almost intercepted. It was two defenders on that play coming together for Bigelow. Brent Tipton and Ryan Hobbs, who were coming together to both try to pick it off and then both made the stop and knocked it down. Yeah, one of them probably should have called it right there. It was almost definite guarantee that it was going to be intercepted, but just both went for it. 13 nothing our score at this point. Fourth down and eight coming for East Point. Or East Point set, excuse me, at their own 46-yard line. Bigelow set to get the ball to start off the second half. Argo's going to punt this one away. It's going to be fielded at the 24-yard line. Now working to his left, it's Hobbs. He's got some space up across 35. It'll be knocked out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Well, they got a minute 42. They've got two timeouts. And they only have to go about 60 yards. So I think, I think you know... This is a chance right here, and they get the ball to start the second half, correct? Yeah, that's, so yeah. Bigelow has got a lot of things going in their favor right here. Been throwing it a lot. Brett Newmeyer, 7-14, 148 yards in those two scores. Only ran it four times with Alexander. So 142 to go, 39-yard line. Bigelow with a 13-point lead and two timeouts here at the 2A state championship game presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Networks and we've got a timeout and a timeout is going to be taken by East Point Set. We will take it with him. You're listening to the 2023 state football finals presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Birch Tree Communities, providing care for individuals living with severe mental illness in their own supervised home environment. Their staff serves as a guide to members on their journey to independence in the community. If you have a client, friend, or loved one diagnosed with schizophrenia, schizoaffective or bipolar disorder, and are in need of assisted residential care, please contact Birch Tree Communities Admissions Department or online at birchtree.org. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. We're all getting ready for that big game this Friday night. Clothes are laid out, cars are decorated, and the menu is picked. Your hometown teams have prepared, practiced, and are now ready to put their best on display for you. I'm Renata Jenkins-Byler with Roller Funeral Homes. When you choose the Roller Funeral Home in your hometown, you can be assured, like your team, we will be ready to put our best on display for you. Roller Funeral Homes is a proud supporter of Arkansas High School Athletics. Roller Funeral Homes, they've been voted the best of the best for 23 consecutive years in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Readership poll, generations of families have recognized a roller difference and know when they call on roller, they will receive all their respect. Roller gives back. They are at the local food drives and your civic organizations, sitting in the pew of bureaus over and sponsors of the schools. When you choose your local roller funeral home, you're choosing the community. So Bigelow has got a 13 nothing lead over East Point set, 142 to go. They're working left to right across your radio dial from the 39-yard line. Their own 39. That one's hauled in and caught by Brent Tipton. He's stopped at the line of scrimmage. Good catch. He batted it to himself, just didn't have much room right. to work. Now, now, EPC is backed up, and they've got two safeties. It's still man coverage. He came all the way across with the motion right there. But it's still it's still man coverage with two deep right there. I, I'll be honest with you, they've got a minute eighteen. Uh, no they, rush. They can run. They can run this football if they chose to do it. No rush right now. One ten, one oh nine, and counting. Bigelow's got it. Three wide receivers, the top of the formation, one to the bottom. Newmeyer rolls out. This one's tipped and knocked down, so it's going to be third and long. We'll head down to the fourth member of our team, Caroline Derby. Caroline, Bigelow's looking pretty fresh right now. 
<laughs> That's right. You know, Bigelow doesn't have many linemen going both ways, but for East Poinsett, a lot of players are going both ways on the line. So I think having fresh players on the line when you switch that ball around, it, you know, it really can help out some. A lot of momentum shifts here, too. You saw an interception, obviously, that didn't turn out too well for East Poinsett. No points on the board, but the fans are in it. They are trying to get their teams all the way to the end of that fourth quarter. Yeah, they can't cash in on those penalties or the turnovers at this point in time. Bigelow, for all the mistakes they've made, they've made the bigger plays. Yeah. They just seem to have that physical advantage. Third down and long. Newmeyer back to pass, stands in the pocket, looking, looking, and he's dropped. It's Dennis Gaines. Newmeyer held as long as he could in that pocket. He is dropped. 53 seconds to go, and it will be a timeout to East Point. Set, so at least want to make them pump this thing away. One thing I don't like right here is they've spread the whole field out. Well, who's that favor now? That's East Point set because yep. they can run and they can. They're athletic and they can do all those things. You know, you got them all spread out. There's nobody. The safeties are spread out. Yeah, run the football. You run the football. Let them. Let them uh, go. Go make something big up the middle. Caroline made a great point about just guys going both ways for one team and not so much the other. That kind of ties in with what you were saying. Bigelow's got the advantage, not oh, yeah. only size-wise, but also when it comes to fatigue. I mean, look at the sidelines Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And, and we all know, we've all done this long enough, you know, probably ten of those guys are freshmen on each side or whatever, so... You know that that that's just telling you East Point set really is really light as far as depth and you, well I mean you just look at the starting lineups basically these guys just walk on go to the other side and get a cup of water yeah <laughs> go keep playing man now I will say this that the other thing you're gonna bring up we can do it real fast the problem about all those guys going both ways it's also hard to adjust to things so if you want to do something different defensively or something it's hard to get that across to them because they're they're never on the sideline with you so it's going to be fourth and 19 from their own 29 yard line for Bigelow this punt is away from Newmeyer. It's a really good one. He was under some pressure, is able to get it away, and that one's going to go out of bounds at the 26-yard line of East Points at 27-yard line. So East Point Set's going to have to go a long way to get some points for the half, being shut out right now in this 2A championship. I'll tell you game. what, when they go in at halftime, both of them, they need to draw these punts up, and they need to have some kind of a blitz or stunt there because both of them should have blocked the punt by now. And that, like that right there, how close was he to blocking that? And they weren't even trying. Um, boy, because the, the punter is up there tight. He looks like he's tighter than seven yards, doesn't he? Yeah, it was a lot closer, it seemed. And the shotgun is going to be Cooper Argo. He's got running back to his left, three wide receivers to that side, too. Looking, he's going to keep it himself. He's up the middle. Slide steps, one defender is able to get himself up to the 33-yard line. And so it'll be second down. And five, 36 and counting. East Point set out of timeouts. Argo takes a snap, looking to the left, trying to find a man. He goes deep. He's got McCuston. He makes the catch, leaping at the 31-yard line. He hauls it in. And they're going to have to hustle up to the line. 21 seconds to go. Point, East Point set on the move. Hey, what a play, Bob. I'm sorry, I was going to say, what a play by McCuston, but man, that throw was on the money. Double coverage there, so Argo's got it again, throws it to the outside. Man has it, he crosses the 30-yard line up to the 26. Now remember, when they go set those chains, they're going to start that clock when the official tells them to start, even if those if those chains aren't down there with them. But, you know, my only problem with that is, is if you're going to start that clock, you need to make sure that Bigelow's on the other side of the football. Yeah. And and that that would be my question to that. But which uh, you know, they they just EPC's got to get down there and they got to get underneath that football fast. We yeah. got seven seconds here. I'm I'm just throwing one up to McCuskey. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like I said before, I rudely rudely oh, timeout by Bigelow. Timeout by Bigelow has been yeah. taken. Yeah. So, uh, that's the second. They got one left. I, I am just amazing. Now he did have to kind of stop and jump up and get it, but that ball placement, especially just with two defenders right there, that was very impressive throw. About by far the best throw by Argo of the day. I mean, I, I the only problem with isolating him over here, you know what they're going to do? They're going to bring one over the. They're going to bring one to jam him and one behind him. They're going to bracket him. So, I, man, again, I get back to it. I like that bunch set when they it it just gave him an opportunity to get off and go get to the middle by himself. I, I'd probably, you know, I, 
I'm, I'm going to contradict myself here. I think I'd go with a bunch set right here. So it's going to be They're going to isolate him. My bad, Josh. You're good. No worries. It's the second down and five from the 26-yard line of Bigelow. East Point sets got it. UPC currently being shut out 13-0. Got two receivers to the left, one to the right. Empty set. Argo's got it. He's back to pass. He looked deep. He's flushed the right side. Trying to throw it back to him. To him. And he's got Gates in the end zone. Not open. He's got it. Touchdown, EPC. It was Argo rolling to the right. Gaines was unaccounted for back to the left. The throw was on time. The catch was made. And EPC, as time expires, gets themselves on the board. Well, if you're going to pair him with somebody, and I, and I was wrong. They didn't isolate him. They brought, Ga- they brought Gates over there with him. That's who you want right. to pair him with. Well, guys, Lord. this is almost identical to what we saw last night. Spring or Rector was down by two touchdowns. They scored right before with seconds left. Now we're at the end of the second quarter now, so as time expired. But this is a big-time momentum shift. Now, Bigelow does get the football back. But big time to, to break the shutout there. They're going to put the ball over here on the left hash. So they've got a, f- a wider side over here to the right. Gives them some confidence, too. Makes them feel like they can score. Now, I mean, they went the, as far as they needed to in about a minute, I believe. So bunch formation to the right side. Argo on the run. Trying to find a man. He's got one. Two-point conversion is good. And that is going to be Tyrus Real who is in the end zone, and now, all of a sudden, in two plays, we go from a shutout to a five-point game as we head to the half. It's Bigelow 13, EPC 8, and we'll see. We'll catch up with Caroline. I believe she's got Coach in one second. No, I don't. I think Caroline's now just waiting on Coach. She'll grab him in one second. Actually, I don't know. I see her. Oh, there Hey, these games have been changing fast, but uh, I have to see what the thoughts are of Coach Luke Starks after such a play like that. I mean, you see, uh, you know, a couple kind of busts in coverage, penalties, obviously, eight of the couple drives, too. And so we'll see what the head coach for the Bigelow Panthers, undefeated at 13 0, has to say before we take a timeout. And obviously, more responsibilities for these coaches right now because it's a state championship game. Usually, I can wrangle somebody. I believe Caroline's got the coach. Yes, Coach, you know, obviously big play by East Point set right there. What is your thoughts going in the locker room right now? Uh, we got to settle down and keep doing what we've been doing defensively and offensively clean a few things up, and then we should be all right. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank Guys. Yeah, thank you, Caroline. Appreciate that. So, yeah, there we go. 13-8 to 8 is our halftime score between uh, Bigelow and East Poinsett County. Coming up, the SB Live Halftime Show with Kevin Bohannon and our guy Kyle Sutherland. That's coming up. You're listening to 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Midtown Plumbing services over 1 million square feet of commercial property in Little Rock. And they've also provided plumbing needs to thousands of residential clients all over central Arkansas. Along with residential and commercial plumbing, Midtown also provides water heater sales, sewer repair, remodeling services, and 24-hour emergency plumbing. Midtown Plumbing, just a phone call away. 501-426-5900. MidtownMechanicalServices.com. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to AvaBellaDaySpa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy Holidays! This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The most famous picture in history was taken at the end of 1968 by astronauts as they approached the moon. Turning around, they took the first astonishing photos of our little blue and white planet. Michael Collins noted, If the political leaders of the world could see their planet from space, their outlook could be fundamentally changed. That all-important border would be invisible. That noisy argument suddenly silenced. The tiny globe would cry out for unified understanding. Double B's promotes peace, love, and understanding among our Kansans. We also promote you stopping in at one of our 34 locations across our state. Because we are here for you. And Double B's, as you know, is where you gas it, grab it, and go. 
That's Double B's. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. It's time for the SB Live Halftime Show. SB Live is your source for high school scores, notes, and even a weekly podcast. Visit them online today at scorebooklive.com. We're back at War Memorial Stadium where Bigelow leads East Poinsett County 13-8 to in the 2A state championship. I'm Kyle Sutherland alongside Kevin Bohan and filling in for the usual host, Nate Olson. Kevin, you and I, we've done a lot of work together over the last few years and done hundreds of podcasts together. I think this is the first time we've actually ever been on radio, just me and you. That's right, and... What a what a day for football in the state of Arkansas. You got nice weather out there. A game that looked like it may go one way and then right there at the end of the half kind of shifted momentum towards EPC. So a great day of football, a great weekend of football at Memorial Stadium. Very much so, much better than what we saw last night. Man, just it wasn't as long of a delay maybe as we were expecting it to be, but Field, as we mentioned in pregame, pretty much between the 40s was underwater, just just a wild time, but not near as bad as it was in the 4A finals last year. So we'll count our blessings. Like you said, a big play there right before the end of the half. EPC, their defense, they, they struggled a little bit there whenever in the first quarter when Bigelow got those two touchdowns. But really, EPC's defense has really taken care of business really since then. I'd say probably since about the middle of the first quarter. And then their offense helped them out there with that big play to Gaines for the touchdown. You know, Dennis Gaines has, has been known for his rushing, but this year with Cooper Argo back there, dual threat quarterback, Gaines has been used as a receiver more in this Warrior offense, but I think it's Bigelow has controlled the line up front. They've controlled the trenches so far, and right there on their last possession, you had a five-man box for EPC. My question is, why weren't they running it there when they had six or seven back for EPC? So worked out in the Warriors way right there so it should be a fun second half with Bigelow getting the ball talking about adjustments at first it was more of a heavy box there that EPC had you look at Carter Alexander what was it 1300 yards or 1400 yards on the season he's only got four carries Do do you see them probably going to him now that they have put some safeties back there EPC has yeah and EPC started out with that zero coverage didn't have a safety over the top they were man up right in their face so as they loosen that box up, as you, as Coach Speak goes, they're going to get the ball to Carr a little bit more. He had four carries for 16 yards in the first half. He is a bell cow, and he has been all year, as you mentioned, over 1,400 yards, right at almost 20 touchdowns. And then just some other stats here. As we mentioned, Alexander, four carries for 16 yards. For Bigelow, Rhett Newmeyer, eight of 16, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Also did have an interception. And then receiving-wise for Bigelow, it is Easton Platt, one reception for 55-yard touchdown. And then also Ryan Hobbs, one reception for a 46-yard touchdown. Leading and receiving over on East Poinsett County side, you've got Cooper Argo, nine of 15 for 91 yards and a touchdown also an interception. Argo also leads the Warriors with 12 carries for 27 yards and you've got Omar McCuston. Two two catches for 44 yards including one double coverage Kevin and we'll hit a break here in just a second but I do want to touch on Omar McCuston. Obviously Dennis Gaines with what he did last year. Top 10, top 5 national uh, leader in rushing uh, like I said in, in all of the country so over 3,000 yards last year. He's under about 2,000 this year, but still just having a phenomenal year. I think what what got EPC to the state title game is the diversity of their offense around games. Everybody last year knew who was going to get the ball. Now they have options out there with Argo and McCustion. Like you said, McCustion caught a ball in triple coverage yeah. a second ago. That drew the coverage to him, and Gaines was wide open. Nobody was within 15 yards in the end zone. That's what made the score 13-8 to right at half. We're going to hit a break real quick. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the other games that are happening over the course of the weekend. You are listening to the 2023 High School Football State Championships presented by Birch Tree Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. 
This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Few performers in hog history have been as electric as the legendary Gary Anderson on his way to two All-Southwest Conference first-team selections, as well as two bowl MVPs, Anderson amassed over 5,000 total yards, and it seemed that most of them were gained soaring through the air like Superman, able to leap tall linebackers and defensive backs in a single bound. Anderson was just spectacular. You really couldn't quite believe what you were seeing. But those who watch number 43 will never forget his greatness. Double B's will also never forget you, as we are here to help you through your busy day. Stop by for a burger or hot plate lunch in Rosebud or some Baskin-Robbins ice cream in Clinton or Cabot. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. You know I wish that I had cookies, too. I wish that I had cookies, too. No better value for your buck. Corky's Barbecue. Back at War Memorial Stadium for the 2A state championship game where Bigelow leads 13-8 to over East Poinsett County here on the SB Live Halftime Show. I'm Kyle Sutherland alongside Kevin Bohannon. Talked about the game, Kevin, or at least the first half in the first segment. Let's talk about the rest of this weekend that we've got tonight. Got a whale of a game, the 6A state championship between 6A West foes. Little Rock Christian and Greenwood. Uh, the Buzz actually had a chance to call that game in Week Ten. It was pretty close, much more than the much closer than the score shows. Really, it was just some key plays late in the second half, some tur- key turnovers for Little Rock Christian that really did them in. Throughout the game, really in the second half, they had gotten it down to about ten to fourteen points. But Greenwood really just been a machine this year. But you've got two quarterbacks on each side that I don't know that we've seen a quarterback matchup in quite some time, like we're going to see with Walker White at Little Rock Christian and Kane Archer at Greenwood. Yeah, you have to go back to Greenwood Plasky Academy that fifty-eight fifty-six game where I think you had Lux and Tyler Wilson. That's right. Field. So you had A&M and Arcan- or Texas Tech and Arkansas on the, uh, commits on the field at the same time. But, yeah, Walker White, this is what he's been building his career for. What's his legacy going to be at Little Rock Christian? They went out of the playoffs early last year in the second round, and then his his body of work is may be defined by tonight. But look at Kane Archer, super sophomore, uh, power five commits all across the country. But it should be one of the best receiving cores in the state on each side of the ball. Grant Carnes, L.J. Robbins, Isaiah Arrington for Greenwood. And then you got uh, Bowman, and then you got Tate Collins and core for Little Rock Christian. It should be one heck of a game. Two best teams in 6A all season going to get to go with battle tonight. And both of these defenses, too, have been really good. Now, you look at some of the games where they've each played better competition than maybe given up a little bit more. 
But last week, for instance, the it was the Little Rock Christian defense. They recovered the fumble yeah. against Benton to to seal the game. So uh, really good. This would be one of those that you might expect, again, with both of those quarterbacks, these prolific offenses, that it could be a high-scoring game. But it could also be maybe like a 25-20 tie. It, it could, and... Little Rock Christian has given up some rushing yardage this year. We know that. Braylon Russell last week had over 240, and then we know what Bo Williams did earlier in this season in week one. So uh, it could. And Greenwood does have a good rushing attack with, with Braden back there. So how who establishes the momentum early I think could be the winner in this game. And then tomorrow you start off with the 7A game between arch rivals from the 7A West, Fayetteville and Bentonville. For the first time in half a decade, we're going to have a team not named Bryant win the 7A state championship. For the first time since 2016, that we're going to have a champion that's not from the Central. So, very, very big game for not just these two schools, but Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, and both of these teams have been in a state title game recently. Yep. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, Fayetteville took Bryant to the wire. So, uh, Drake Lindsay, him and Carter now two really good quarterbacks in 7A. They're both top five. I think Drake Lindsay's the best quarterback in 7A. 51 touchdowns, only two interceptions. He's been extremely accurate with the ball right at 68, 69% of the year. So, I'm really looking forward to that one tomorrow at high noon. And then you've got the nightcap with in a 5A matchup between Park that's just been an absolute machine, kind of like we expect the defending 5A champions against the defending runner-up, Shiloh Christian. Shiloh played him really tough last year. Of course, lost Eli Wisdom. You lost a lot, but you still got Bo Williams, who maybe has been the best player in the state this year. And we, we were there when he had that six, or not 600. It was a lot. It was 400. 400, yeah. 400-yard performance. Like yeah, it did. It really did. For about 40, 35, 40 carries against Little Rock Christian and that big win for Shiloh. But... I think most people, I mean, I think you and I, it's safe to say, we would probably pick Parkview to win in that one just when you look at the overall teams and just what they've done. But, look, Shiloh, this is a team that just, even when they've lost in their in the state finals a couple of years, this is their fifth straight trip, and you can just never count them out, and they showed that in the second half against Pond Bluff last week. That's exactly right. Down 35-18, they come back, win 49-41. Bo Williams had five touchdowns in that game, uh, over, I think, right at 250 yards. So, uh Who's gonna, who's gonna keep up with Omar, Omaria? You know all the Cameron Settles, all of the weapons. Ontario Elson, yeah. Money Elson, who has a UCA offer now. How are they gonna keep up with those weapons? Who are they gonna key on? Are you gonna are you gonna let Eric McGee throw the ball all day long? Because he can. He's a UCA commit. So. How Shiloh Christian comes out defensively is really big. I want to give credit to Coach Tucker Barnhart. Coming in after Coach Jeff Conway took them to four straight state titles, as you mentioned. Now they're at their fifth. They have revenge factor on their side tonight or tomorrow night. It could be a great game. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the SB Live Halftime Show and get you back to second half action. You are listening to the 2023 Football State Championships presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Year after year, Arkansans choose the best of the best for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And year after year, we at Roller Funeral Homes are truly honored by your selection. I am Renata Jenkins-Byler. My grandparents founded Roller Funeral Homes. It means a lot for us to be chosen the best funeral homes in Arkansas because we know it comes from those we serve. When it comes to serving your family, you can count on my family year after year to remain the best of the best. Roller Funeral Homes, a family tradition with all our respect. At Summit Utilities, we're more than just your gas bill. We're also your neighbors, and we're here to help, just like your neighbors do. Account-related questions, aid in setting up a payment plan, or assistance with rebate processing to help you save money on a new water heater. We've got you. At Summit, we're the keepers of the flame, making sure you have hot meals, warm baths, and a cozy home, providing you with energy that's there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities. Comfort delivered. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. 
to help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or jackalopecycling.com. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Wrapping things up here on the SB Live Halftime Show at the 2A State Championship here at War Memorial where Bigelow leads East Poinsett County 13-8. to I'm Kyle Sutherland alongside Kevin Bohannon. Bigelow's out on the field stretching, so we're about to get to the second half. Before we get there, I want to remind you guys, go check out scorebooklive.com slash Arkansas. We'll have full wall-to-wall coverage of all of the state finals. Plus, we will recap that on our podcast, our weekly podcast, Arkansas Prep Extra. So, Kevin, before we get into the second half, give us your keys for both teams. I think it's going to be the team that can establish the run. Uh, Bigelow, five carries, seven yards. They loosen that EPC defense up. They're going to have to establish Carter Alexander. For EPC, they're going to have to get the ball into the hands of the playmakers. McQuestion and then uh, Dennis Gaines has to have a big half. Only 10 carries, 13 yards. So, in my opinion, whoever establishes the rush and has more rushing yards in this game could be the winner. We're about... T-minus four minutes until we kick off the second half. We're going to take our final break, and then we will get the full crew back on. Alongside Kevin Bohannon, I'm Kyle Sutherland for the SB Live Halftime Show. You are listening to the 2023 State Football Championships presented by Birch Tree Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Alliance Electrical, family-owned and family-oriented, appreciates family. When it comes to your family, Alliance Electrical can help you make your house into a home. From residential construction, including recessed lighting, custom indoor and outdoor lighting projects, swimming pools, and standalone generators to keep your family comfortable when the power goes out. Alliance Electrical Services. Let their family join your family. Call Alliance at 501-249-1415. Birch Tree Communities, providing care for individuals living with severe mental illness in their own supervised home environment. Their staff serves as a guide to members on their journey to independence in the community. If you have a client, friend, or loved one diagnosed with schizophrenia, schizoaffective or bipolar disorder, and are in need of assisted residential care, please contact Birch Tree Communities Admissions Department or online at birchtree.org. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Tree Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. 
We're back here. It is the 2A state championship game at War Memorial Stadium here in Little Rock, Arkansas. 13 to 8 hour score. The Bigelow Panthers lead the East Point Set County Warriors. I'm Josh Neighbors. Alongside me, Jim Withrow, the coach, Kyle Sutherland as well, and on the sideline, Caroline Derby. So, guys, about to get things going here in the second half. It will be East Point Set kicking off to Bigelow and. That game was 13-0. It looks like there are chances for a 20-0 score to happen at some point, but then EPC gets the late rally, and Coach, they're very much back in this game. No, absolutely, and and we always talk about the first possession of each half is very crucial, and and definitely this is very crucial because Bigelow wants to get the momentum back. They want to get their feet back under them, and EPC wants to keep doing what they've been doing right here, and that's just kind of taking over the momentum, And, and, and they already showed. You know, we talked about they got to get McCuston the ball, and they finally got him the ball on that drive, and he started making some plays, and it got him down the field. So, this, this drive right here is gonna is gonna be crucial in the game, I think. And so it'll be it's gonna EPC kicking off from the 40 yard line. We'll kick it off right to left across your radio dial. The kick off we will second here from the fourth member of our crew, Caroline Derby, but. We'll see what EPC does here. Off the kickoff total yards right now, 155 to 123. Referee calls for time. The ball has fallen off the tee. And flags are, right now, at least not much wind, dormant on the end of the stadium. Once again, right to left comes the kickoff. Left to right, back across your radio dial. Bigelow will work once they have it. Nice crowd out here for a 2A state championship game. It is. It's got to be the entire town, Bigelow, over there. It's a short kick. Looks like an onside wow, kick. It's at it, the 50-yard line. Right. That was interesting right there. They didn't make any bones about it either. They went straight onside kick right at it. And so, Caroline Derby, she spoke with head coach Brandon Powell. Caroline, what Coach Powell have to say? Well, you know, having those points for them right before the half was huge. And so that energy going into the locker room, they were getting excited for the second half. But something that Brandon Powell said is that they've got to settle down. If you remember, this is their first state championship football game ever. And same for Bigelow. You heard on their side, their coach said they've got to settle down too. So we're looking to see what happens in the second half. Thank you, Carolina. It can be a test of nerves, guys, as Bigelow takes over. First and ten. Run to the left side. And a good job pushing his way. Across the 45 is Carter Alexander, nearly up to the 40-yard line, stopped a yard short, so the second and two coming up. Looks like just a power play to the left side right there. Pulled the right pulled the right guard around. And nice, big, eight, seven, eight-yard gain to start the half. Cody yards ended up being a lot closer than it seemed. To carry up the middle, not sure if he got first down yardage. I think it was Alexander once again. Nope, that time. That one was, if it was Alexander on that carry, he stopped. Third down and one coming up here. It was pretty close, once again, in terms of that yardage in the first half. Penalties were a big area. Uh, that was a discrepancy. That's right. So. Carry goes left side. That's going to be enough for a first down. Interesting how we've all changed what we're doing here. EPC went with a four-man front right there, and you know, uh, more linemen up front. And uh, Bigelow comes out, and they decide we're just going to hit you in the mouth. We spread you out the end, and now we're going to hit you in the mouth. So Bigelow is now three for six on the day on third down. It's first and ten. They are at the 37-yard line, 38-yard line of EPC. Once again, working left to right across the radio dial. All white uniforms and black helmets. Shotgun snap is taken. Hand off left side. They'll work again to that left, pushing across the 35-yard line on a nice carry is Jaden Dunlap. Jaden Dunlap has definitely contributed on offense plenty, but he's one of the guys, one of the four, I believe it is, on Bigelow's defense that's got triple-digit tackles. So, be a second down and five. This first down yardage has been good so far in the second half. This drive after the onside kick. Operating last time we saw Bigelow in EPC territory, it was a turnover. Dunlap scoots by a man. He's got a crease. He pushes his way across the 24-yard line up to the 23. And so that's a first down carry. Look like right there that Bigelow tried to widen their splits out and give them the better lanes to run through. 
And then the blitz came through and almost picked him up, but they picked up the blitzer. It was Gaines uh, blitzing again, but he couldn't quite get there, and it wound up being a big gain for Bigelow. First Straight tough running. First and ten for the 22 of EPC. Bigelow with a 13-8 to lead. Shotgun formation here. There's an H-back. Two wide receivers to the right side, one to the left. Running back in the sidecar. Newmeyer to throw. He's got him in across the middle, into the end zone. Touchdown. That slant route again, Coach. Yeah. Brent Tipton on the other end. The first pass, the drive. It goes for six. I'll tell you what. That is a great route. He got great separation when he broke his route. And then just a fantastic. Look at those hands, guys. You know, just a great ball placement was good, good good route, and, and that is exactly how Bigelow needed to start the third quarter. Their leading receiver. Game script for them in the first half was strong, and the same thing holds true here in the second half. They scored on their first drives in both halves, and this now to extend the lead to 20-8. to eight. So Bigelow kind of getting that proper response that they needed after being shut out in the second quarter. Kick is up. That one is good. So we'll take our first break of the second half. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. The Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas proudly deliver reliable, affordable, responsible power across the state. But growing demand for electricity is strained by the elimination of sources needed for year-round reliability. Adding renewables like wind and solar cannot replace the on-demand workhorses of coal and natural gas you count on. Power must be balanced in order to meet your needs and the mission. Reliable, affordable, responsible. That's the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas. The Arkansas Road Team is out visiting each corner of the state promoting its Share the Road curriculum, a complimentary program to teach the motoring public about truck blind spots, stopping distances, and how to merge safely around large trucks. Arkansas Trucking Association members put safety first through driver training, advanced safety technologies, and participation in safety initiatives at local, state, and national levels. Visit ArkansasTrucking.com for more information. Trucking moves America forward. Roller Funeral Homes. Arkansans have voted Roller Funeral Homes the best of the best for 2023. And for 23 consecutive years, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Readership Poll has voted them the best. Generations of families have recognized the roller difference and know when they call on roller, they will receive all their respect. Excuse me. Roller gives back to the community. They're at the local food drives in your civic organizations, sitting in the pew a few rows over, and sponsors of the schools. When you choose your local roller funeral home, you're choosing the community. Josh Neighbors here with Jim Withrow, Kyle Sutherland, and Caroline Derby, your crew. This is the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Tree Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Two-way state championship game here on a Friday afternoon. It's the Bigelow Panthers at 13-0 with a 20-8 lead over EPC East Poinsett County. The Warriors are 12-1 coming into this game. Fresh off a touchdown drive there, guys. That was efficient stuff. Run, 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 run. And a pass in the end to Brand Tipton, the third touchdown pass of the day for Newmeyer. Yep, just a good, good hard-nosed drive and a little play action to set it up and, the, and a good play by a uh, good throw and a good, and a good catch there. Uh, to finish off the drive. So EPC will get the ball back now. Kick, co- kick comes back to them. It's caught at the 25-yard line. It's going to be a lateral right there. Going to be Gaines spinning at the 28, and he is gained up on. That, was yeah. that uh, Big Bro telling Little Bro to give me the ball? I think so. Because the Gaines boys right there. And Bigelow wasn't fooled. Yeah, yeah. Younger, younger Gaines caught it, and he flipped it back to the older Gaines. Dennis Gaines has one catch in the day. It was the last play of the half. It was a 26-yard touchdown reception. But, guys, on the ground, it's been tough sledding. Gaines has ter- 10 carries for 13 yards. It's 1.3 a tote. His longest rush of the day, just 7 yards. I would venture to say that this is the best defense that, uh, I mean, probably the best defense he's faced, but they've done the best job against him thus far in his prep career. So Cooper Argo, the quarterback, is in the shotgun. He's got a tight end, three wide receivers to the right. Going to throw. Catch is made by Real. He's got it across the 30-yard line up to the 32. And so that will be for four yards. 
Uh, that's a good first down play. Good first down play. Something short right there that they can throw. If if you're getting dominated up front, hard to run the ball. Try to try to short passing game on first down. So now first down, excuse me, second down, and six under nine to play in the uh, third quarter. Argo able to find his way past a few Bigelow Panthers and works his way up to the 37. So it's going to be a third down and short. Followed as lives his guard Michael Collins in the hole there, and got a pretty good decent block. But then also just made sure to keep those legs turning and gain a few extra. So now third down and two from their own 37. 820 and counting here in the third. Gaines has it. He's up the middle. He's got a first down. He's still on his feet, spinning his way across the 50. Tough tough run right there. And he spent about 10% of that run with his head upfield. The rest of it was spent scooting backwards. Yep. Again, it looked like a power a power play. The left left guard came and led through the hole for him, and that's that's the guy they definitely want to give the ball on third and one. That's his best, probably his best run of the day. Also, a great block by D. Buchanan. That is the longest run of the day here. Gaines has got it again. He's got a hole, but he's stacked up. As soon as he tries to hit it, he's at the 46 yard, that 47 yard line of Bigelow as EPC now works in Bigelow territory. Boy, if they if they could get Gaines going, that would totally change this game because he, he you can tell he is the guy that can really make this thing go. I think that touchdown right before half did give him some confidence. Twelve point deficit right now, seven twenty five and counting. Shotgun snap is taken. Argo on the move. He's up the middle. He's got a first down across the thirty four yard line, thirty five yard line. That's where he's dragged down, but. Some running legs presenting themselves now between the tackles. Yep, they're doing a better job just getting bodies on bodies right now. And 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 Gaines was the lead blocker on that one too that really sprung Argo right. for the first down. Working right to left across your radio dial. From the 35, Gaines gets a carry again. He bounces outside the tackle, now cuts it back the middle of the field. He's able to get about five yards. A little bit of tempo, a little bit of momentum now. You know, they really haven't. Same formations they used in the first half. Not a lot of change up here. Maybe they've tightened the splits up. But other than that, pretty much the same stuff they're doing. They're just doing a better job of it. Argo's in the gun. He takes it. He'll be on the move once again. He's not going to get very far. Just across a 30-yard line of anything past the 30. Good job there. Gobbling him up. It looked like it was... Macon, who is in on the tackle. So now it's third down and five. Argo in the gun again. Back to pass. Throws while he's hit. And this pass falls incomplete. He was crushed, it looked like, by Martel Macon. As his pass fell incomplete across the middle. Now it's a fourth down and five. The, the same play action pass they used in the first half with uh, going across the Miller with a tight end. He he was there. He just didn't have a lot of time to throw it. So now it's a fourth down and five. Argo is in the shotgun with 6.03 to go in the third. EPC trails by 12. Three wide receivers to the left side. He's rolling to his left, looking for a man. He's got one. That one's caught at the 27-yard line. But it's lost and corrupted by Bigelow. Absolute killer, guys. Mm. Jacob, excuse me, Jaden Dunlap caught it. It looked like for East Point said it was Tyrus Real who had it, who was trying to get his way up to the 25-yard line of Bigelow and lost possession of it. Basically a fumble at that point in time, you would call it. Not an interception because he had possession. Right. And then he tossed it right into the waiting arms of Jaden Dunlap, who takes it up to the 36-yard line of the Bigelow Panthers, and that is a killer because they had the first down. This was this was their best, second best drive other than that scoring drive, and man, that is just brutal because you finally get some things working, and then you give it right back to the Panthers. The first fumble of the day, and that one is lost. Turnovers playing a big role here. It's going to be Bigelow now, first and 10 from 37-yard line. Alexander's got it. He's tripped across the 40, up to the 41. 
Boy, it really looks like they're just counting the box right now. Just really counting the box, seeing if it's light or not light, then going from there. Because, uh, boy, they're really starting to execute. So Bigelow now, they can add back-to-back touchdown drives and put them in a pretty good position. EPC showing the ability to move the ball and get stops at points in this game, but just not been able to capitalize. Another run. This one goes left side. Alexander's going to get to the 40. It looked like he was almost bottled up, but now he pushes his way forward to the 45-yard line, and so that will bring up a third and one. That was all him, Kyle. That's right. That was all him. Uh-huh. That, they had it, that, that sniffed out from the very beginning, and they just never could get him on the ground. I was just about to tell you, we're finally getting that dose of, of our Carter. I was saying just at the break, talking to you guys, wondering, because Dunlap was really the one that they fed most on that last drive, but now Alexander getting his much-deserved carries. It looks like Dunlap is checking back in at running back. So it's going to be a shotgun set here as we're under five minutes to play in the third quarter. Beautiful day here at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. Second of five state championship games this weekend. Inside handoff. He'll be bottled up in the backfield, fighting forward for the yardage. Is he going to get it? Nope, he's going to be stopped short. An unbelievable effort from Jaden Dunlap, who was stopped well short of the line of scrimmage and worked his way back up there. But still, it's going to be fourth and about a half yard. Michael Collins got a big enough hit on him to kind of shake him up a little bit. And then Dennis Gaines and then a whole plethora of, of Warriors were right there to stop him short. Getting your big boys coming to the game. You got a personnel change, bringing in the bigger guys right here. Little power set, it looks like. And it looks like it's going to be Alexander as the quarterback alongside Dunlap. It's fourth and a half yard from the Bigelow 46. Heavy formation. Alexander works left side. He's going to have the first down up to the 48-yard line. Coach wasn't any question what they were going to do right there, and, and I don't really know that anybody could have stopped that the way that they got No, nope, they had them out. They even had them out numbered. They actually unbalanced. It almost looked like they almost unbalanced that left side over there, and then they had the power backs over there, too. Yeah, I'm with you. There wasn't, wasn't much of a chance right there for EPC. So a fresh set of downs for Bigelow. They lead 20-8 to eight here as they approach midfield. They're at their own 48-yard line, working left to right across your radio dial. Now rush to the right side. That'll get across midfield for about six yards, five, six yards. As they cross the timeline, more time comes off the clock, and the session keeps rolling. Right now, right now, this is just big low pounding the rock right here. This is, they're more physical up front, and they're getting five, six, seven yards a pop, and that's it's going to be tough because they, they're they're committing everybody to the run right now. And also, too, one of the possessions of this game. I mean, the EPC can move the ball, but they've just not been effective scoring. And this one's gobbled up in the backfield, a toss play. That's going to lose a bunch of yardage. This is going to take them back all the way to the original line of scrimmage of the first down. They're back at their own 48 I think, I think they blitzed everybody. Yeah. They 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 unleashed the cages at the zoo and blitzed everybody <laughs> from the zoo. Moises Penalosa got first penetration back there, and then it was D. Buchanan cleaning it up. So now it's third down and 10 for Niemeyer and the offense. Under two minutes to play in the third quarter. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left, running back in the backfield. Niemeyer looking to throw. Puts it out in front of Wilson, but not able to connect with him. It looked like a hand was in there in coverage. I think it was McCuston who got a, a finger in there. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, looks yep. like it was Argo that got back yeah. that down. Right. McCuston was there in coverage. Yep. Argo was there, able to 